And a very good morning, all. Welcome, Hales. Welcome. How was your big yeah, day out on the bay? Oh, um, good morning, everyone. Yeah, had a beautiful day at Morton Bay yesterday mm-hmm. on on a big uh, boat, uh, mm, like a cruising launcher, mm-hmm. uh, cruising launch, um, and over to the wrecks at Morton, uh, which heaps of people were there snorkeling. Now, obviously, plenty of activity underneath that water, uh, along the shore and four-wheel drives as well as uh, tourist buses and so very, very popular. So we sat there and had beautiful food for lunch, like uh, small bits, lots of small bits. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, fantastic. Weather was perfect. Uh, was with the Bulls Masters and our Alan Border group. And Alan Border arrived yesterday morning yes, to see us the, off. That's the big news. Oh, How good, hey? So inspirational for the Alan Border sponsor members yep. to see his commitment. And he, he loves them more than... Oh, as much as yeah. they love him. <laughs> so it's incredible. So Jane and Alan were there at the at the wharf to see us off at Manly, and, yeah, off we went. Yeah, we know. I mean, he's having his health battles at the moment, and uh, he's been through a few dramas in recent weeks, but, boy, oh, boy, it's just great to have him up and about, and he's keen, isn't he? he yep. I was talking to Jimmy Ma yesterday. He came in to pick you up and take you down, and he just said, oh, it's fantastic to have him around. He just he just loves being around yeah. these guys that support the Bulls Masters. So, yeah, look, I just want to give it a wrap right at the start of the show because uh, good to have AB up and about and uh, and going well and enjoying the company of all the people that love him so dearly. Yeah, he was quite proud of himself, actually, that he thought to take Jane out for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, oh, he's been like that over the years. He's an old romantic and on Valentine's Day, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't know he could go out for breakfast, I don't think. <laughs> and then I said, mate, you go to the boathouse now for lunch. Mm. He said, oh, good idea. Yeah, so I don't know whether far. he did. Abe, did you get there? <laughs> Hey, uh, welcome to the show. We're brought to you by Burbank Homes, the builder you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N9. 131355 is our Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, or you can text us on 0467 736 736. Uh, you've got to mention the uh, the briefing for the, the players. Given the, the events of recent days surrounding the Bronx, oh. uh, apparently all four teams were involved in a briefing with one of the, uh, the the police chiefs from uh, Las Vegas, and uh, he's outlined oh just a very pretty picture of what awaits them there. Try and avoid the uh, the alcohol, the sex, the drugs, the threats of extortion, the drink spiking, mm. and everything. But apart from that, you'll have a great time yes. in Vegas. Yeah, enjoy enjoy your training. Uh, yeah, so that's big, isn't it? Yeah, they're they're saying they are the traps of Vegas uh, to cause your life to change. Yeah, so be careful. Yeah, look, the interesting one, I think, is the, you know, the blackmail slash extortion and that uh, some of these high-profile footballers who are on big money wages can be targeted by females with uh, ulterior motives and can deliberately chase them around and then get them in hopefully not you know, compromising positions. Photograph. Yeah, exactly right. Well, that, that's why the leagueies should say, I'm only on $3 million. Because they're really looking after that. They're looking for the $100 million US <laughs> footballers, probably. <laughs> exactly right. Well, look, the, the Vegas police, one of them, their bosses, Kendall Bell, he oversaw uh, Super, Super Bowl security. So he's coming from one big mm. event to another okay. you know, reasonably big event. But they're saying that there'll be 40 security guards assigned to the Bronx, Manly, South and Rooster. So about 10, 10 security guards per team. I mean... 
So it sounds like they are going out. So what Why was it like? Go the... out. <laughs> what was stay... it like at the height of your powers in India with the cricket team? Did you have a lot of security around you? Oh no, South Africa would have been our biggest, yeah, uh, big uh, security uh, special forces type uh, arrangement because it was in the the days where apartheid just finished and Nelson Mandela's election was coming up, mm. early nineties, and so we had four. Uh, agents with us, all dressed like us, and oh, they, they pleaded not to dress like Mark Taylor. But, <laughs> but, but the, you know, at practice they had tracksuits on like us and, and they had weapons uh, in certain parts of their body yeah. that uh, we, we used to muck around with. Come on, come on, Charles. No, they were. And then one of them, Rory Stein, uh, one was a professional boxer and was a well-known boxer over there. Uh, and then Rory Stein became Nelson Mandela's um, private um, chief of his uh, security campaign. So what do they do? They st- I know they're there at training, but they stick with you after hours and things like that. I mean, you know, you, you, you're not you're not hermits. You're allowed to go and have a have a drink if you're between tests and things like that. Do they just keep an eye on you? If yeah, you they they like us. Bar? They they like us, and but they've they've checked with the bar operator beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know that we're coming in, and we'll be with them. So you know, and if so, if if there is a any sort of alarm, to, to let us know. Mm. Uh, one one South African rugby player uh, fired up on us. He he was mixing with us really comfortably, yeah. and then went outside and. Must have partaken in some sort of something. Mm. Came in and just fired up on Steve War like was gonna punch him out. Oh really? Oh, it was it was incredible. So th- that's a good good reason for you know. And we just we got ushered out because mm. he was out of control. Um, and so that's what they're there for. Those sort of incidents. Wow. Uh, like to allow you to have a normal, more normal night than would be the case if you were there on your own, like selfies and you know, interruptions to your conversations and dinners. Mm. So, you know, people think drink all the time. They think drink when you're going out to – you're going out for a meal. Yeah. And and there may be a drink or two, but like you would at a, at a restaurant in Brisbane, but but it's not necessarily always drink. It's uh, just going out in public. Yeah, well, he hasn't uh, – Kendall Bell hasn't painted an overly attractive no. pictures uh, of the, the Sin City. Um, but, uh, look, I, honestly, Heels, I think a lot of it's common sense. I mean, we've all travelled global. So many of us have travelled globally, and uh, it's not really hard to stay out of trouble if you've got a bit of common sense around you. But yeah, look, look, leaving drinks unattended. Well, that's what they tell you in Brisbane. Don't leave your drink yeah. unattended. I mean, it happens in every big place these days. The extortion one is is very interesting. But forty security guards. So the NRL and the and the commission are obviously taken deadly serious. Um, Bronx have got their big. Season launch tonight. It's not really deadly serious, I don't think, that. That's the soft option. What? Like pile ten- in 40 security guards. What about having a bit more discipline than that so we can keep our security down to three each team? Yeah, well, look, first one, first time of a five-year contract, uh, I, I don't think over-caution is overzealous. Well, is it over-caution? Is, or is it that bad? Well, I would have thought 10 yeah. security guards. Yeah, that's right. Is it that bad or, mm. or is this over-caution? Mm. Bronx launch tonight. Obviously, there'll be uh, <laughs> there'll be a few jibes, I suppose, about Sunday night. I see uh, the vision. The vision showed uh, quite a few of the players involved. Anyway, yep. we we know captain and vice captain are the ones that have had to come up and 
and do the apologies in front of the media, but, you know, they're talking about the likes of Payne Haas and Reese Walsh and, and all of them involved in this wrestle. Uh, I thought that was sort of common knowledge after the Channel 9 vision. I'd only seen stuff on 7, which wasn't much, but the Channel 9 vision had quite lengthy versions of it all. Um, so, yeah, look, they've uh, they've copped it between the eyes. There's no doubt about that. We had Kevy on the show yesterday, and uh, he was – I thought he handled it well. He said, you know, we've – We've re- we've redressed with the venue number one, which is a which was a sticking point for you. Have they gone back and apologised to this Mexican restaurant that which they apparently have, and uh, yeah, they've they've done all the all the right things as far as fronting the media and making making their apologies. It's still a bad look, and uh, you know maybe we put it to rest now. But yeah, look, well, it, was, it won't be to rest, Patty. There's quite like, a few of them involved. I couldn't find anyone yesterday that would that would say they they think it's going to be a suspension. Nah. It's definitely going to be a suspension. You reckon? Oh, no. Well, Payne Haas and Albert Kelly. That was, was that less less public <sighs> and less everything than this? Yeah, but Payne Haas was coming off a previous, remember, where his altercation with police down the coast. Right. Which he had to go and apologise for. So there was a little more to that. But this one, you know. Hopefully, I don't think there'll be anything more than a suspension. It'll be interesting to you just what a suspended. Sorry, not a suspension. Yeah. I don't think it'll be anything more than fines. Okay, fines. I'd love to know what you think. Jump on the open line. The uh, the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line thirteen thirteen fifty five. Is the matter dead and buried, or is there more to come out of this? The other a couple of other players' names have popped up in the papers. <laughs> thirteen thirteen fifty five. The text line oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. On a brighter note. No, well, I wonder. Just on that note. Mm-hmm. You keep your bright note to yourself for a little yeah. while. South Korea, same thing. I wonder if their oh, integrity blue. unit, uh, <laughs> you know, are in are involved when Son dislocated his finger trying to break up a young, like maybe having a bit of a blue with a young player who wanted to go and play ping pong. <laughs> like they left dinner too early for his liking, Son, the, the captain, mm. uh, in the lead up to their Jordan loss and they had a blue and... And Lee, the the young player, said, I'm going to try to be a better player and a better person now, mm. and I'm going to help the older players. That's after well, he's dislocated his captain's finger. What a great idea. <laughs> what are they thinking? I don't know. Now, bright point? Uh, the bright point is that we're going to have Tristan Sarno on the show today. And this is what Kevy had to say about him yesterday. Fantastic, yeah, in the trial against Winterman. And, and to be fair to Tristan, he was very good when he came in last year at different stages. So we're, we're trying to work... You know, I plan around bringing him into the 17, you know, at some stage. But uh, I feel it's best to – our best team to start the season will be one pretty close to, to that finished off last year. I know we've got four players that have moved on, but we've also had some players, you know, play in those positions throughout the year. So if we can start the season really solid with a nice, you know, uh, solid lineup, and then gradually as the season goes on, we can introduce different traits and, and specialties that will yeah. improve us, I believe, as a footy team. So not guaranteed yet, is he? No. and This is a beautiful dilemma for a coach, as I said to Kevin yesterday. For this have. year. Yeah. For this year. You, the, you know you're going to lose him. If the, if that happens all year long and the, the Broncos don't get injuries or need replacements in those yeah. positions, he's ripe for the picking by any other club. So and, and so therefore you get your next layer ready to go because you know you might lose Tristan. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot can happen in a rugby league. Season, hey. Oh, yeah, injuries come into it uh, as well. Morning, boys. Uh, always enjoy the show. I think there was a little more in this than the Payne Haas, Kelly Barney. Oh, yeah, it was, clearly there was, Braden, yeah. The, 
because there were so many more involved. I think there could be a suspension with the level of standard they set previously. Okay. So um, standards. Well, although the standards are the jurisdiction of the Broncos, I reckon, and the Broncos haven't suspended them, have they? Uh, they're waiting on the NRL to do that and then decide what they're going to do. So the standard um, decline and dismissal, total dismissal by a lot of them, uh, it hasn't demanded a suspension. Yeah. I don't think the Broncos will be happy that this thing keeps – bubbling on, particularly when you know, this is one of their showpiece nights tonight. They always have a big, big crowd involved, you know, from corporates all the way down to just, you know, the fans and everyone is involved tonight. They have a, a, a large crowd. It's out at the airport and uh, they wouldn't want this spectre just hanging over the top of their season launch tonight. Well, it's going to until the NRL integrity comes out and hands down. It's going to... Fester for sure. Yeah, Pat's saying, uh, who cares? The most important thing was not one of them threw punches. It was just a wrestle. Nothing to see. Move on. Yep. Yeah. So um, anyway. Look, Other yeah. than standards. Yeah. And Mars has chimed in, boys. Ten security over a 24-hour roster for about 40 from each club. It's hardly overkill. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, what are we going to keep on? Have we do? What are they not sleeping? We're going to keep an eye on them 24-7, have we? Hey, and so coming up to 6.17, we're running a little late. Vanessa's just walked into the studio. Morning. Morning. Well, just when we think things are ticking along just fine in Queensland, there's another cyclone watch. Oh, no. The Weather Bureau has issued a, a cyclone watch alert. It's up in the Gulf of Carpentaria, so they're saying this tropical low has a moderate chance of developing into a tropical cyclone by tomorrow, so it would affect that northwest area primarily of Queensland as well as parts of the Northern Territory. So they are being told, uh, you know, even if it doesn't uh, develop into a cyclone, it will still bring a lot of heavy rain and winds from tomorrow. So we'll just be keeping an eye up there. Now we are thinking too of our friends in Victoria who have had such a wild week Mm. with the crazy storms, there's bushfires and uh, still about 90,000 homes without power. Uh, those grids just got completely decimated with big lines and generators down. So they are still dealing with those effects. Still two watch and act alerts for bushfires as well in the state's west. They've confirmed just this morning 25 homes destroyed. So that is just a really horrible thing to happen uh, to people down there. You just can't imagine losing everything like that. Uh, So also just, yeah, keeping an eye on what's developing down there. And, of course, some good news for Melbourne overnight. Taylor Swift is in the building. Wow. She has touched down in Melbourne. Her private jet arrived at Tullamarine just before 1am this morning. Mm. There were some very avid fans who turned out with their wrapped in their blankets and coats and just waiting for a glimpse of the private jet, which they did get, but she was taken off pretty quickly into the terminal to be processed and then whisked away to whatever hotel she's staying in. So she's I wonder arrived. if there was jostling between the customs boys. Or who's going to handle I this? Know. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Hang on, look yeah. at my experience. But they've levels. got daughters. Say, so, Dad, can you get an autograph? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dad, <laughs> must of the be year. me who does the. Um, look, it's in. not much time. Her first concert's tomorrow night. 
So she doesn't have all that much time. I guess jet lag's not so much of an issue when you're in a private jet with mm. probably chef-prepared meals and a lay-down bed. So King-size bed. Yeah. Exactly. So she's probably not dealing with all of those effects of long-haul travel. But even so, yeah, it just gives her a couple Big of days. Uh, obviously, the crew's in there bumping everything in for her concerts and, you know, she'll do her sound checks and things over the next couple of days. The post, the post is complete, isn't it? Mm. We've got the headshot today in the Courier oh, Mail. Good. The okay. last portion of Taylor <laughs> is done. So Where's that well, being put up? I've been a bit disrupted, haven't I? Yeah, I've been at the Pineapple been Hotel. I hung part of her at the Pineapple <laughs> Hotel and we've got the final bit and I don't know where the rest is. Okay. I've left. I've Maddie's left. stolen bits. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of Taylor. Yeah. Well... well Speaking of talent, Travis Kelsey, the boyfriend, is still uh, is still home. We we don't know whether he's coming to Australia mm-hmm. for any of these shows, but of course, the big talking point with him was uh, the big fight with his coach on the sideline mm-hmm. during the match, and he and his brother Jason, who do this podcast now, that's probably one of the most listened to in the world. They discussed that uh, the, 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 another wrestle that was going on in the in the football world during the week. But as the broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed, <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face too is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else, but. Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I took a back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby, but damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel, because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's f-ing go. I'm not trying to make this situation <laughs> acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. There we go. The brothers having a chat about that that now infamous incident from uh, Super Bowl. By the way, uh, I think we've all caught up with it. 123.7 million viewers. Biggest in the history of Super Bowl. Uh, they've put it on the, on the same level as the moon landing. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Don't, yeah. don't India watch it. That's, well, that's the Tay-Tay effect, I guess. Um, Vanessa, thank you. It's 621.